Howdy, Soraya. Hey, Jeff. Episode 126. So... Uh, this is going to be a good one. Yes. Yeah. Not only is it exciting that we get to talk to um, some members from this band, but we get to talk to one of many of the full lineups. So um, before we say who they are, maybe we could do like a little guessing game for those watching the video. So if anybody recognizes any of these folks, all four of these people will be on our podcast. And who are these people, Soraya? Wednesday week. Wednesday week. So this is so cool. I'm super excited because like I said, we're not only having an opportunity to talk to some members of Wednesday week, it's this whole lineup um, of the What We Had album. And uh, so the sisters, Christy and Kelly and David is gonna be on and Heidi. So yeah, all four. So I'm looking forward to this. It should be a lot of fun. And Wednesday week has gone through a few different lineup changes and um, we'll walk through some of that and um, talk about some of their releases and hopefully see if we can find out if there's anything that we can expect in the future from the band. I kind of have a, a hint that maybe <laughs> something will be coming that of new material. So fingers um, crossed. Yeah. So let's ask uh, those who know. Right. I think that's best. We'll ask the experts. So let's get started. Hi, this is Soraya. And this is Jeff. Our podcast is called Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme. A podcast where the two of us play music that we like and share anecdotes and background about the tune. We hope you'll join our conversation. And without further ado, agrubiar. Let's get groovy. 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 Jeff, tell our listeners who is joining us. Okay, so like we talked about in the intro, we're very excited because we're not only talking to some members from Wednesday week, we're talking to one of the full lineups, the what we had lineup, right? We have all four members, but this band has gone through different phases, multiple different phases, and um, we wanted to walk through some of those phases. But before we did that, we wanted to ask each one of you if you could tell us a little bit about your earliest musical memories or something that got you started. I know we'll talk to some people and it'll be the, the Beatles on Ed Sullivan or it'll be Michael Jackson Beat It video or Justin Bieber on YouTube. Um, but can we talk to each one of you and find out uh, any of your earliest memories or any significant musical memories that got you interested in music in the first place. Um, maybe Heidi, we'll start with you. Oh, wow. I was going to suggest. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> well, we figured you had the wine, so you were probably lubricated. So yeah, that, that, that's, I was, that was me talking was, that's what I was going to say, but okay. Okay. So my family is very musical. I grew up in a family where where we all sang around the piano all the time and everybody did like you know acting in small theaters and everybody you know it was all very very um very um me and my sister singing harmony at christmas you know being pushed out to you know sing our special song every christmas but i but i you know i feel like you know for me yes i saw i love that you said ed sullivan um the beatles i saw that i'm proud that i'm old <laughs> enough to have seen that that's where i like to brag about my age 
And, and, and I do remember when I was small, I remember pretending like we were the Beatles. And this is interesting. I always was Paul McCartney. And then when we were the monkeys, I was Peter oh, Tork. Oh, is that, is that interesting? Is so that's the magic behind me wow. playing bass. Isn't that interesting? But but I but I just have to say like but but playing in a band. I played you know I played in orchestras. I played the oboe, and I was always playing, you know, learning different instruments in in um you know in in uh, the school the concert band and stuff. But when I joined a rock band, when I joined these guys, this was this was the band. It was you know it was. Was it called Wednesday Week right at that time? You guys were putting out the first record. And, you know, I'm not on that record. I joined the band right when that record was coming out. And and I feel like I joined, it wasn't like joining, I didn't even know how to play the bass. It was like joining a, a, a gang, you know, it was like finding my people. Wow. You know? So that's that's kind of you know, it's, it's like, it's not even, it's about kind of going, I don't know what I'm doing, but this is, these are my people, you know, it, this is, I want to be part of this. And, and, you know, I mean, how lucky was I to join this band where we were all of a sudden we're touring and, you know, and that, that was amazing leaving town, you know, anyway, I'm going into a different subject now. That's all I'm saying. I, I would have never guessed done. that you didn't play an instrument when you joined the band. That's, yeah. Wow. I didn't play the bass. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys know that? I think I, did I lie? <laughs> I lied. I lied. I think I like to tell people that, but I don't know if I told, talked about that in front of you guys. I said I'm a bass player, but I fooled us. <laughs> Kelly, what about you? What's your earliest musical memory? Wow. I don't have um, quite such defined memory um, like that. Mine are Hmm, what can I say? My family, you know, was was musical in the sense that um, I remember hoot nannies. It sounds kind of funny, but um, hoot nannies when I was young that we attended. So you know, there's all that kind of group singing, which is one of the things that I like the most. I mean, not that I really sing in the band, but I just I love people singing together. I just think that's fun. Um, so that's maybe my earliest musical memory. Um, my brother got me my first albums um Beatles records and um other records which my husband would laugh at me about now we won't mention those um but they were cool they were cool um and in school we learned how to play the recorder you know um I had guitar lessons I'm not even sure how that came about that we that that was brought to us as an option, but it was great. And also piano lessons briefly, um, which was interesting because the guy who taught us had his own method where you weren't reading the music right away. You were, he had some interesting symbols that he used to help you do chords and so forth. And then you could play songs that you knew, which of course is always more appealing instead of things that you don't know. Right. Um, and then that was kind of while we were in New York. And then out here in California, um, we started going to see bands. Mm. And um, that was great. I, actually, Christy and I were playing together before that and trying to kind of make it up as we went. We didn't really know how to do that. I was playing drums just because that sounded like something fun to make a lot of noise. <laughs> um, and she was playing guitar and we tried to play together, which didn't work that well in the very beginning because we didn't know what we were doing. Um, but that's that's about 
the gist of my early musical memories. And David, what about you? We we talked to you before. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah. Thanks. So we we had a, a little discussion about your earliest memories, but please. I mean, it's really, I thought about it. I guess Joe, my brother, is responsible for all of it, you know, because he was playing when I was a little kid and he took me to my first concert, concerts, got me my first band. So yeah, I could just say it's all because of Joe. Can we ask, is Joe, has Joe Nolte always been as talkative as he is now? Did he, did he share so, for hours was, with you about music? So yeah, he's always been talkative, but it's, it's gotten way worse, you know, <laughs> in his old age. Because now he's like the old man telling the, you know, stories from before and the stories, you know, like something that took five minutes to happen is like at least an hour long story. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, in the old days though, he would tell me stories like, and I thought a lot of them were just gospel. You know, he would tell me stories about bands. You know, he would tell me about people like Sid Barrett or, you know, whatever mythical figures in rock music. And it wasn't always factual, <laughs> but it was a great story. <laughs> And that's Joe. We love the stories, don't we, Soraya? Oh, I can't believe it. I'm glad you guys like it. You guys, I mean, I, I sit there and cringe. Like, <laughs> there was that one time. What? No, he, so Joe was on the show the first time. And you guys asked one question. And then he talked. And it went over an hour and a half. And then you finally had to cut him off. And then you came back for episode two. And then I think you got in two questions. But I mean, it was literally... I just kept like he wouldn't come up for breath. He kept. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, true. This is and I'm glad you guys. True. I'm glad you guys appreciate it. Being his little brother, it's it's hard. It's harder to. <laughs> All right, Christy. So, what about you? What are some early musical memories for you? Well, same with the Hoot Nannies. I my mom would play guitar and everybody would sing, and I was supposed to be in bed. I don't know if you were supposed to be in bed too, but I was definitely supposed to be in bed and I uh, at Kelly. And so I'd sneak out and um, watch and think, that's what I want to do. I want to be the one that plays the guitar, you know? Um, and that's like, I was three or four. I mean, that, that wow. was really early. Um, and then, oh yeah. And then she took me with her because I was too young for school. Kelly was already in school. Um, when she went places and she went to a radio station <clears throat> in Norman, Oklahoma, where we live, and because her friend worked there, well, also she made a, a song. She recorded a song, recorded and sang a song, and maybe that's actually why she was there, called Oklahoma Blues. And anyway, the guy gave me a stack of singles. It was just promos that he didn't want, and um, I was just like, oh my god, so exciting! And they were my gospel, and I. I was, I had a little record player and I'd play them over and over. And the one I remember the most, it was a bird song called Going Back. And I loved it so much. And that was in Oklahoma. So that was, that was really young. Again, maybe four or five. And then, um, yeah, in New York, they got guitar lessons, my sister and brother, because they were older. They told me my hands were too small. Oh. I was so pissed. And then by the time my hands were big enough, you know, they were over it, the, Older kids weren't taken anymore, and they're like, "No, we're like this. so mad." And then the piano teacher with that method—I thought that was bullshit. I was like, "Don't teach me this. I want the notes. I don't want these weird-ass symbols." So I was pissed about that. And 
Yeah, I would know. I was like, I want the real thing, the real thing. And then, and then when we moved out here, I started taking guitar lessons um, religiously, and and then Kelly got free tickets. Well, I'm going getting. You said earliest, and I'm going too far forward. But anyway, that's it for me. Oh, okay. Okay. No, now I want to hear the rest of this. Go for it. <laughs> well, um, I just to go back real quick. My brother took. My brother was definitely a musical influence on both of us. And he took me to my first concert, which was Hot Tuna. Ooh. And they played from midnight to 6.30 in the morning. It was so cool. I was just like, wow. so excited. Wow. It was a, um, a theater. I, I, I can't remember which one in New York, but so you, I would kind of like wake up and watch them and fall asleep. <laughs> it was so cool. But when we moved out here, Kelly won tickets uh, at UCLA to a club show. We went and saw other shows and big shows, but um, she went tickets. What was it? The Zippers oh, no. and the yeah. Zeros? Snap and the Zippers. Or Snap and the Zippers. Snap, yeah, snap and the snap. Zippers. Yeah. Snap and the Zippers. And that was the first time we'd been to a club. We'd been to bigger concerts and stuff, but that was like mind blowing. We're like, you can actually get like right up and see the bands and not be like at the forum or some theater. That was exciting. Wow. Yeah. I'm a fan of club shows myself. Yeah, well, me too. Do you remember what club? It was Gazaris. Oh, of course we remember which club because that first time to go see live music, like Christy said, like close, where you could like almost touch the stage was so eye-opening, mind-boggling, like, wow. So that changed everything. Yeah, it's like, oh, maybe now we can get from here. Like I always wanted to, play music and be in a band but you go from here to a theater or the forum how do you get from here to there but you see a club show and it's like okay you know very cool very cool first step all right so before we start talking about wednesday week forming we want to go back a little bit and can we talk a little bit about the undeclared with <laughs> wow <laughs> undeclared is before go deity that was our very first show, Kelly, I right? I believe so. Is that the Panorama City parking lot? Yeah. No, no, the Panorama City oh, okay. parking lot, which is now Walmart. It's a Walmart now. Yes, we had a show. It was just Kelly and I, right? We Before before the White Stripes. I was going to say. I was going to say. <laughs> before the Wackies. Um, it was so windy. It was so windy. The wind was blowing over her simple stands, but that was our very first show. And Kelly was in college, and you know we didn't have a band name, so <laughs> we were the undeclared. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Because I guess she didn't have a major at that point. At that point, so. <laughs> so I think that was about 1979 ish, from yeah, my, yeah, from from what I was thinking. And then enters somebody that we've had on our show, um, Steve Wynn, right? So Steve Wynn of the Dream Syndicate becomes a member uh, or joins you two and Goat Deity happens. How does that happen? Do you want to talk about it, Kelly, or shall you tell? Well, we, um, lived in the Valley, that's when we moved after, uh, when we moved out here, we moved to the Valley and we found Moby Disc. And we could oh. walk there, which was great. And so we, I would go there all the time, just all the time. I'd walk there and I'd just pour over the record covers and it, it was such a great place. And I was, you know, trying to be cool and stuff. 
And um, anyway, Steve worked there. I became friends with the people behind the counter. Tom Grasick, who is at Freak Beat now. Mm -hmm. um, Bob Say. Oh. I, I can't remember if both if Tom was there right then. But anyway, Steve was there, also Dave Provost. And so we would just talk. And he, you know, I said we had a band. He's like, really? You and your sister have a band. And so he was interested. And so he said, well, we should try playing together. So we did. And we had our first show in the living room of my mom's house. And and there were some of those movie disc people there. And yeah. Wow. Wow. So some of those guys went on to open up Freak Beat Records. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I love yes. them. Yeah. I recognize some of those names. And then this happens, right? Narrow. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. You know <laughs> yes. What it is. Yeah. Yes. So we, so Ryan and I were just talking about this. We were so excited when this cassette was issued by a record. Uh, was it a record shop, record label? And then you guys were going to do a show and we were so excited to go to see you guys uh, per perform, right? As Narrow Adventure. And then something happened to the record company. So Burger Records went under, unfortunately, <laughs> like right at the time when you guys were going to do this. Yeah. So. yeah. Hate to admit that it's true, but I'm infatuated. How do we go from goat deity into narrow adventure so kelly you have to answer um near adventure how did we get from there to uh recording with vetus that's a good question because that probably jumped it might seem like many years but actually it was probably months i don't know christy do you remember the timeline on that well so we were playing with steve and and we were very different had a very different approach to what we wanted to do. He had his songs, we had our songs, and we would do them together, but they were very different. We had a very different approach musically. And um, so we um, eventually, you know, were like, you do your thing, we'll do our thing. And then we needed, you know, someone else to play with. And actually before Kel, we had Dave Provost. Oh, so, because yeah, you're backing up to how do we get from Go Deity to, yeah. yeah. That's what he was right. asking, yeah. So right. we started playing with Dave Provost and we were a three piece, which was so fun. Dave Provost is such a crack up, right? We I mean, love that guy, yeah. Oh he's my great. God, he's yeah, the he's funniest great. guy. His stage banter is amazing. It's almost as good as I do. <laughs> oh my God. And I have moments, I have these little moments. <laughs> no, she's amazing too. But anyway, so we played with Dave Provost, but you know, Dave Provost is a popular guy. And he was playing with a lot of people all the time. And so it was like, oh, we need somebody who's more available. So we knew Kel. And if you want to pick it up in there, and we started playing with Kel, Kelly, was or not. Also playing with other people. Um, 
True, he was playing with the urinals and we were, we loved the urinals and we're friends with them. Yeah, but I think he just yeah. thought it would be fun to play with us, you know. Well, he hadn't played bass before and he thought it'd be right, fun right, to right, play right, bass. Right, right. He's a guitar player, right? Um, yeah, and um, we got a rehearsal space, right? We um, got a garage that we shared and we would rehearse. And then, oh, our first show at the Troubadour. Terrifying. I don't know about you, but I thought Kel would know everything because he'd been in a band that played exactly club shows. a seasoned a seasoned musician. <laughs> he he was just like <laughs> he, I think he had his own nerves going because it was his first show playing bass. And it didn't occur to us that he would be nervous, you know, because he's been around. I guess he was maybe as nervous as we are we were. I just remember being terrified um, up on stage. Wow, you know, and this is the troubadour. Not that I think I probably gave it as much due as I should have at the time. It was just another club. But looking out at the people there and playing, it was just like total stage fright. And I remember thinking, this is not fun at all. <laughs> this guy was here, was there. Yeah, I saw David him. was at the show. In the audience? That's yeah. Yep, I remember it well. Because by that time, Christy and Kelly, like, uh, you know, were part of this whole social circle and they had tons of friends, you know, so the place was pretty full. And I remember after the show, Christy was really embarrassed and she like went and tried to hide in the telephone booth because everybody wanted to come up and say, oh, good show, that was great, you know? But I knew it was horrible, so I didn't want to have people <laughs> lie to me, so I tried to oh, hide. It was, it sounded great. <laughs> I bet it did, I bet it sounded good. So was, it, was there anybody else on the lineup for that? Oh yeah, yeah. I think maybe that's why he was there. No. Oh, you weren't in the band at no, that one. No, I wasn't in the band. The last was playing. Uh, wasn't Paula Pierce? The direct, the direct hits, hits was with Paula, Paula Pierce. Pierce. Oh, okay. Pre Pandora's, yeah. right? Yep. Wow. Yeah. And Gary, Gary Stewart, who was managing the last, had put us on the show to give us a show. Yeah. I had a question about the, this about Narrow Adventure. Um, you're talking about Kale. One of my favorite songs on here is Anyone Like Me, which is also on Warfrat Tales. Um, I love the arrangement of it. And there, I think there's a 12 string guitar part on, on that song. Playing that, or are you playing that, Christy? Do you remember? Um, I think it's me. I think it's me. Okay. He didn't play guitar. The, I, the only thing it could be is uh, so Vetus did those recordings, okay. and he might he might have had um, Steve Andrews. This was pre Steve. Oh, Andrews. Was Steve. This was okay, before yeah, yeah. Steve. This was before Steve Andrews. No, 
I think it's just and me. it's just you. Yeah. Okay. And actually that anyone like me song goes back to goat deity days. And I hear that Steve Wynn has an even earlier version that's even weirder. Oh really? <laughs> with with you guys. Uh, yeah, me and Kelly and Steve. Yeah. And he Did said he was he said he was gonna send it to me, but he 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 hasn't. Um and actually that reminds me though, when Dave Provost was playing with us, there was a song. There's a song, which one was it, Kelly? Was it you and Dave? There was a song we were teaching him. Do you remember this story? And <laughs> yeah, we were showing him the parts and he was like, I showed him a part and then I showed him the next part. I showed him another part. And then he just started laughing. He's like, you're pulling my leg, right? I, <laughs> because we didn't just write verse, chorus, you know, verse, chorus. We just kind of parts. wrote the music the way the words went. And there were all these different parts and he thought it was like a joke. It was like... <laughs> No, I was like, that's the way the song goes. What do you mean? That's hilarious. Later, it was like, oh. <laughs> so you and Dave, when you listen to that, you just imagine Dave Provost laughing at me. <laughs> that is so funny. That's good. So some of those songs, in fact, most of those songs, well, a good portion of those end up being on this, your EP, right? And, um, my friend was kind enough. Since you guys haven't done it yet, he made me a little CD version of it. But oh, wow. I'm hoping I'm yeah. hoping you guys do that someday. For ah. us. So, um, Anna, we also learned that uh, from the song I, "I Hate Lying to Mom" um, is where the title comes from. Betsy's house. <laughs> Matt Devine on our show yep. um, from Permanent Greenlight and uh, someone who put out my favorite album of last year. Um, but Betsy's house, I guess, was their house? Yeah, we, I guess we could call it Matt's house. That's right. <laughs> so I know we should. That's great. We should do that just to mess with Betsy. <laughs> yeah, be like, be like yeah, Matt's house. Famous, so Matt's house. Yeah. So you and Betsy were friends. Matt's sister is high school yeah we uh, met in high school and she started coming out with me and my sister to see shows um so yeah all right so you all need to settle none argument but jeff and i go back and forth about the origins of the band name wednesday week yeah who yeah. Kelly, it and give Kelly. us the why we each, jeff and i have our own theories but we want to see if we're close we were recording that that EP, and um, we were requested to change the name. Oh, that's not quite right. No, <laughs> so sorry. He's telling the story. Well, it was before the EP. It was Warfrat. Oh, Warfrat. Warfrat night. Yeah, yeah, right. Warfrat Tales. Sorry, that's right. Sorry, that but cue the compilation record. Here we go. All right, so you, you recorded the songs for this, no. and they didn't, some, Vetus didn't like the name? 
Didn't Vita. Narrow Adventures. I don't know why. I think that's a great name. Really? But you guys just listened to Vetus. He just said. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I love Vetus. I'm not saying that, but wow. He was really bossy and pushy about it. I mean, this and, is a, and, this and, is a male yeah. female thing here now. Now we should go off into that zone. Exactly. <laughs> Yay, Heidi! I wasn't gonna go there. Wow. I wasn't okay, gonna I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm learning. Okay. It was going. the first step. This was the first step of just letting go of our, you know. It's true. We start giving it all away right at that moment and never stopped. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we still have this argument going, Soraya and I, about the name Wednesday week. And so you had to change it. Who, who came up with the idea and where did it come from? Was it undertones or was it Elvis Costello or it, yeah. it was undertones and it was a suggestion from Don my husband okay okay for it at the time but yeah he he you know he was like the undertones are great the songs great Wednesday week is a good name for you guys so we were like okay and I think Soraya you found out it's a an expression or a term yeah I mean it's a British expression but you know but there you go but the Done. expression didn't have anything particular, any particular meaning for us. I mean, I know it's we were, mean, but it was just like it sounds cool. And the yeah, end we were cool. born on Wednesdays. We were, we were both born on a Wednesday. That's true. Oh wow. That's true. Okay. Wow. All was, right, Heidi. So you come into the picture for this one. That's when it all started. It all started. Okay, now I'm talking from now on, you guys. <laughs> I know. This is Heidi's moment. <laughs> no, I was, you don't play bass, but you play a mean oboe. And how did how did you go from oboe to bass? Because I lied to everybody because I wanted to be part of this, right? Uh, you know, don't you just do that? It's like it's like um, you know, yes, I could I could get it together and play the bass to play with these guys. I think I heard, did you guys, you know, it was about the last shows. It was about going to see David and seeing the last and being in that whole scene and the zippers. I mean, that, you know, that, that whole scene, I mean, the zippers, Danielle was like my first girlfriend for years. You know, I was, I, I would go see the zippers and I would just like stare. I was just like, you know, I'm, you know, <laughs> just like stunned. And, and the last, I mean, that whole world. And then knowing these guys and seeing Christy and Kelly around and you guys looked really, um, really tough to me, like really like, <laughs> You know, kind of yeah. like, I mean, I think because you guys, you know, you have this thing where you're talking, you know, and here's the last playing and everybody's all there. And we all kind of know, everybody knows all the same people, but I didn't really know you guys yet. And you'd always be kind of huddled together. And, and, and it was just kind of like, it was kind of like, like they were so cool that, you know, you know, really, I just, I remember it was kind of like a little, little, you know, intimidating. And then I heard you guys needed um, a bass player. So probably if if you guys needed, you know, a, a, a guitar player or a drummer, I would have been a drummer. I would have been a guitar player. I mean, that's that's why I play the bass, because you guys needed a bass player, you know, and 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 so, um, you know, I like I like talking about that. That's like that's actually true. Right. That's how people play stuff, because that's what's needed. And you want to be part of this thing. It's not like, oh, I want to be a bass player in a band. It's like I wanted to join this cool band. And the fact that you guys were girls. I mean, it just, it, you know, that was a very cool thing to get to be, you know, to join, you know, I was freaking out. And on top of it, what was also really exciting was the fact that they had this record, right? I'm joining a band that already has this cool record out called Betsy's House, you know? 
you know, it was a really great, it was a really great thing for me. And then I get, you know, then my photos on it, which is, you know, it's embarrassing. <laughs> you know, my photos, here I am, you know, I'm not playing on this record, you know. <laughs> but, 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 but night, I think, I think I was really, really lucky because, because immediately we were like, let's go play other places. And you guys had that together to be able to do that. That's just, you know, you guys were calling colleges and, you know, you know, just, and just getting out and actually doing it and getting it together because shows were set up, right? And not going, oh, we're just gonna play and see how it goes. Cause you guys had it, you guys were already, um, the fact that I never heard that story about playing the parking lot, you just did it, you know, you were, you, you just, and that, that says that that's why I joined this band is, is, I mean, it's not why I joined, but I was, thank God I joined this band where things were, you know, we weren't just like sitting in the garage playing. Was it, am I going off on a whole different tangent? Did I answer a question? No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm wondering from Christy and Kelly's side, if you come in and they need a bass player and you lie, I lie. Christy doesn't lie, at least not to mom, but mm -hmm. maybe to other people, but she hates lying to mom. But um, so Heidi lies about playing bass. Do you, so there's, I'm guessing there's no audition, right? So Christy, you're... <laughs> There was, and but she she faked it. Well, listen, she is a music. She already was a musician. Yeah, when she says she couldn't play bass, it's like that's I've heard people that really can't play bass. Yeah, she, she yeah was a she was piano a little bit player. She was not playing bass. So she's yeah. a musical, but not a bass player. Yeah, she played many instruments, and it was like, oh, let me switch to bass now. And you know what I mean? She she says that, but she was she was really good. But I'm true. But bass is much different than a piano or an oboe, but you're still musical, Heidi, right? Yeah, yeah, I could get away with it. But, but, but was there an audition, you guys? Did we like, I feel like I, yeah. a couple songs. We didn't just, we didn't just accept you like without <laughs> playing. And I didn't want a girl. I didn't want a girl. I did right. not want to be a girl band. Right. You remember I that? I love that. I love that. Because, you know, there's so many gimmicky girl bands and I don't want to be a gimmicky girl band and I remember there was the meanest review of Betsy's house I was like look at all the people that played on this I guess it was one big pajama party did the girls like oh, even play their right, instruments right. it's like I right. didn't want to be in a girl band because you get so much crap but then Heidi came and she auditioned she tried out and she look at her she's so charming we were just like oh my god of course we have to have her in our gang it is like great because of the same the same idea like I didn't like that idea either where everybody's like you know I mean we're used to playing places and people going you know the go-go's or the you know everybody wants to you know or people show up and every button they're wearing is like a girl band it's like wow you know that's what this is is just because the girl band yeah you know well, I want to interject at this time you guys are talking about the girl band thing I didn't yeah. want to bring that up but the reason or the way that I came to Wednesday week was because of the compilations um I've huh. heard numerous times this that one yeah yeah this changed I, oh. I it's hyperbole this this album changed my life that's why I got all these signatures on from all of you guys that oh, played on it so <laughs> it, this means everything to me including Vetus who apparently is not good with uh narrow adventure as a band name but yeah <laughs> But um, I Hate Lying to Mom um, was one of the songs where I, I had to hear what the rest of this band, the rest of the music that this band put out. So at the time, um, Betsy's House was the only thing that I could find. 
Um, so it was it was the compilations that did it for me, as well as yeah. um, um, Vetus's compilation too. So with Warfrat Tales. So when I hear you guys on a compilation, I'm like, oh, I've I've got to find out more about this band. So so you guys went from recording here in LA. And then for what we had, you go to North Carolina and record with Don Dixon. Like, wow, like that must have been incredible. I want to find out about how that recording went. And then um, also, David, for you, you're in a girl band, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> can, can you talk, talk about that dynamic? He saved us from being a girl band. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so. Yeah, I don't think the girl thing was as much of a thing, you know, or I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. Well, we didn't see ourselves as a girl band, right? We didn't want to be a girl band. We didn't identify as a girl band. We needed a guitar player. I think that was it. It was more about playing, getting to play guitar, like Heidi, you know, it's like I was a bass player, so I wasn't really a guitar player. And being able to come in and play guitar was the thing that was really appealing. That was cool. Yeah, I, I mean... I, you know, I was going to talk, but I shouldn't talk. I was going to please. Yes, you should. Direction. I was just going to say, like, I I have these recordings of us of us rehearsing, right? I mean, I remember years ago listening to this, and I love this because and and David, it's when it's it's when we're dealing with like what we had, right? When we're doing all that. Stuff. Oh, when we're yeah we're, arranging the song. Yeah, and we play these songs, and then the song ends, and we all just laugh. I swear, <laughs> we just all laugh. We don't. We, it's like the best thing in the world, right? You know, it's not like we're the, the, you know, it's not like we're all accusing each other of doing whatever, trying to, you know, we're just like, we're actually truly like, you know, like happy, weird, right? You know, I mean, I've like, seen this during COVID. I mean, we were happy. We were actually like, you know, we're like laughing the song ends and. For the laughing, remember at the end of songs, you and Christy would just sit there in suspended animation, just like. Oh. But I, I said these things, you know, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think it's, it's like we were happy playing together and that's like, you know, not to be all like, you know, bringing it down to some happiness thing, but you know. Well, that's good. You know. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, the dynamic of the band. Did yeah. you guys actually enjoy each other's presence? I think at least two of you really did, but how about the rest of you? Yeah, in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you guys all got along well? at least at the beginning <laughs> yeah we did no we did we did i mean that's one great thing because uh, we've all been in many bands since then and it's so great because you don't in your first real band that's all you know and none of us are too loud there was never anybody like trying to be like look at me you know everybody was super polite you know later i'd be in bands i'd be like Oh my God, you know, I can't, I can't hear. It. And I, I keep asking them to turn down and they won't, turn, you know, everybody. Yeah. We all got along. We were pretty happy. I mean, Kelly and Heidi and I all worked at the same place too. Our day jobs. We all worked at the same place. So, I mean, we all spent a lot of time together and we were happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. That is, that is completely opposite of everything else where we were all like, was I playing too loud? Should I turn down? Yeah. I know. Exactly. That really yeah. says a lot, you know. Yeah. I've never heard that in a band ever in my life. I've, I've played with about a dozen bands and it's never that. It's always the opposite. Like you need to turn down or exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that's yeah. always the case. So it sounds like there's not a lot of egos 
um, with the band. No, I mean, the only thing is like, so the dynamic of Kelly and Christy can be kind of intense, like Callens together. And so I think that uh, being in the band with Heidi, that helps. You mean like bit. those fist the fights? Like the, uh, like no, the just, babies? Just you guys have a very, you're, you're just sort of, you know. Well, I will say in the beginning, like Narrow Adventure Days and stuff, Provost and, and Kel too, Kelly and I were just so used to playing with each other. We would just start playing. We didn't count off songs. We just look at each other and play. You know, and we were like, oh, okay, other people. <laughs> it's so funny. It's great. You just look at each other. <laughs> okay, so back to the Don Dixon thing. How how does that happen? How do you decide to go to Reflection, that right? That's the name of the studio. Yeah. Yeah. How did you decide to record there and have Don Dixon be a record, their engineer, producer? Yeah. Who wants to take this one? Well, who decided that? Because you guys were throwing that out. Who was throwing that? Well, the the thing about the Don Dixon uh, uh, recording was the uh, thing with Enigma. Okay. Like being on Enigma, um, Enigma had had touted that had had that as like a carrot on the stick. You know, they had the smithereens and they had a relationship with Don we could do the record you know they'd finance us going out there and recording a reflection it was a studio where the first two rem records were done and you know it sounded good to us and rhino was offering us to record with even james at radio tokyo oh so that was the two different visions that's what we were choosing between rhino and enigma well you see really so i knew a lot of people at schools because of booking all the colleges right and just a real quick aside i saw your 28th day um when you had michael cloward we played cal state chico we all slept on his uh floor with his cat <laughs> and um and i knew this guy from davis scott and um i was just talk talking to him and i was like yeah we're gonna put out a record with rhino they're gonna um you know ethan's gonna do it with us he's ethan james who did betsy's house and he's like whoa 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 what wait, I work for Enigma. I mean, we would like to put your record out. And I was like, well, I know. And he said, well, well wait, hang, stop, hang on. And so he, like he said, like David said, he was sort of offering like, we can do more for you and we can take you, you know, to uh, do something different, you know? Right. Wow. And so that was kind of exciting and, but very difficult, right? Because we love Gary. Gary gave us our first show, gave us, you know, everything. And so it was really hard to say no to him, you know, and they were, Ryan was offering a much smaller budget, not that Enigmas was very big at all, but still we got to go to North Carolina and work with somebody different. And so. Seemed like a, a step forward. Wow. So, so in the progression of the band, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. We felt like we'd already done Ethan with Betsy's house. So let's try something and else. To go wow. away all together like that, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. really the sound of the record, right? Yeah. All together somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seemed like taking a step, you know, up and growth. That's what it seemed like. So, so we did.
like the sound of drums that Don gets. So Kelly, how did how was that for you working with Don? Did you was did you like how he was working, setting up your drums and the sound that he was getting? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's really easy to work with, really easy to work with, really friendly. And um, I didn't go in there with these specific ideas of what I wanted. I just wanted him to sound good, you know? And so he made suggestions and it was like, yeah, you know, I'm going with it. So, and yeah, I think it sounded terrific. It made me sound better, you know, so I was all about it. Wow. And Heidi, you enjoyed working with Don as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't even, you can't even express like what, what, a, what a crazy, that was, we were only there two weeks and this is like this giant thing in our lives, right? That being with him yeah. and his ideas and the way he, how great he was with all of us, you know, I mean, he was just so, you know, all of us together and all of us by ourselves. I remember at one point I, I actually said, towards the beginning, I, I need to get a, a bathing suit, right? You know, I guess we were, we're the end of the summer, I guess. And he goes, I'll take you. He, oh. actually he actually took me aside and we went out shopping so I could buy a bathing suit. I mean, he's like that. You know, he just, he just was, was just like really fun and bringing us all together, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it was like kind of, kind of crazy, um, you know, life-changing stuff, right? Making this record with him was, you know, it is I mean, it sounded great and we loved him. I mean, how great is that? What, what are the chances, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys should be very proud of this one. It's a, it's a great record, so. So proud yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sounds good. And then um, you had a couple singles from it, right? Or why ended up being a single, right? That's a twelve. That's a twelve inch. I'm trying to find too, or seven inch. You got there's seven inches of those floating around Europe somewhere. If I can, if I can get one of those. Yeah, I was in some record store. Have you guys been to that record store in in London where they just all know everything about Wednesday week? They knew more than I do. You know, like you know, people just like know everything, and they had Wednesday week stuff, right? I'm sure you wow. guys. I mean, it's just, you know, that that's cool? cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the big regret though. We didn't get over there. We didn't, we were supposed to play in Japan. We were supposed to do, oh, a, yeah, a, right. we were supposed to go overseas and we never did, you know, Enigma just at one point was just like, well, we're not putting any more money into this. So we're, that's not going to happen. It's like, okay. Yeah. So can I ask a, a follow-up question? So how do, how do a few of the songs end up on a movie soundtrack? Was that a decision by the label or was that, or were you involved in that process? The label. The label just went ahead and did well, it. Well, they brought it. Yeah, oh. they brought the project. Yeah. Or pay it. They couldn't just do it, right? We had to. Well, that's the thing. Yes, they. we did okay those, right? Under the boardwalk and undercover. Uh -huh. And then we did okay the Roger Corman um, thing? Yeah, the Roger Corman thing. I I was not into that at first. I was like, no, I don't want to be in a slasher movie, you know? And, and it's like, no, but it's cool. It's Roger Corman. Um, so we did that. But then also David found like years later watching TV in the middle of the night that they'd used part of Circle in some movie and nobody even told us. So what? Oh, yeah. I don't know about Yeah, you do. You, you just forgot. You did at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... You know, sometimes they told us and sometimes they didn't. <laughs> you know? 
Wow. Well, I wonder, I wonder if, I mean, I suppose it's possible it was used without even enigmas. No, um, it had enigmas information on the credits. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. But all of the movies that we got on the soundtrack for Enigma had to deal with Canon pictures. And so they uh -huh. were just supplying Canon with, you know, and they would just pull. That's why all of those things, it's always like wire and TSOL and smithereens. Got it. So yeah, I mean, even Ethan, um, Ethan James told, uh, had, I Hate Lined Mom, I think it was, or I, I can't remember which song it was, but there's a bit of that song, or maybe it was Perspective, used in um, a, a kind of a documentary short film that Ethan kind of gave my gave uh kind songs. of yeah he gave songs to people you know he had the tapes at his studio and he's like oh so anyway it's fine it's great to get the music out in the world yeah and it's amazing over the years the people who have contacted us and to to tell you know to ask about the band and their first knowledge of the band was from one of those movies yeah. you know heard a song on it and they you know then sought out the band and it's like seriously you know so so david got out some things to show you well you said that you wanted the wednesday week singles these are both missionary oh yes yes interesting right oh. nice hair look at the hair no, the hair is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's the 80s. It could be worse, it's but it's pretty bad. Big 80s hair. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Can we get a reenactment of that photo right there? <laughs> look, at, just hey, look at your hair in this one. <laughs> Heidi's got hair too. Oh, no. wow. Yeah, it's all styled and stuff. Well, that's the thing. They would do your hair and makeup for the shoots. And it's like, they would just, I would just sit there and they'd be just, you know, um, when we did the Arsenio Hall thing, that they Ugh. they did all our hair ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it, uh, and, and these photo shoots, they do. Now this, right? No funny hair because it's just us at our house, right? Right. right. It's just us. Yeah, but my hair is still stupid. No, no, no. Your hair was rarely stupid, Heidi. You actually had style, okay? I just have hair. Oh. <laughs> right. Cringe. Um, 
my gosh. Those singles. Yes, too. I know. We're, we're coveting them right we now. We are indeed. We are indeed. So the band put out several fan club singles, which I think is super cool. So is that a way to um, uh, get fan club members um, to um, honor your fan club members? Is that, what was the idea with the fan club singles? Well, I, w- I will say that on this first fan club single, um, there's a song on here called Also Clear which we went into Ethan's studio and recorded because we did a lot of compilations and Chip Lamey asked for a song for a compilation. And so we recorded all so clear and sent it to him. He was like, no, we're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. You're getting this song for free and it's not good enough. Okay. Um, (laughs) So we had leftover songs. We did this before Enigma, right? Who can, so um, As we gave Dixon a copy of this when we went up. So one of my favorite things about this is the kitty on the label. Kent designed that. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, why did we see Kent who wrote lyrics for Missionary? I have to throw that in That's there. That's true. Kent did write some of the lyrics for Missionary. Mm-hmm. Kelly, why did we do fan club singles? Do you remember? Kelly, do you remember what? why you guys decided to do fan club singles? I don't, but but in in all these years looking back, wow, that was cool of us to do. I mean, I think we did have maybe, you know, leftover, extra, whatever. We had songs, we wanted to put them out. And since the first two came before the Enigma record, it was just like, you know, we had already had some songs on some some compilations and we had done Betsy's House, but, you know, you still have stuff and you want to get it out. So put out a single. Also, can I just say, we had the coolest fans in the fan club ever. Ronnie Barnett, uh, Clive Jones. I saw your Clive Jones episode. was so excited to see him. I've never seen what he looked like. And I love him. He's great. Um, there are so many really super cool people were in our fan club. And yeah, we wanted to put something cool out there. Very cool. Well, you guys have, and we have so much. Do you have the... Oh, I was going to say, do you have the copies of the flexies too? Yeah, well, that, yes, everything. that's unhinged, which you guys talked about with Clive as well. Ricketts, Paul Ricketts. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I wanted to point out that Sweden spins the drawing. So you know who that is, you guys. That's, uh, that's Kent Fewer, um, also known as Jackie Beat, the drag queen Jackie Beat, totally famous now. I don't know if you know, you know who Jackie Beat is. I I know that Jackie yes well, yeah well, Jackie Beat's doing really good that's Jackie Beat's uh, drawing artwork all of this wow. uh, Jackie d- did the Jackie design. design and designed the logo for our little label oh yeah and wrote lyrics for it. missionary, for missionary yeah. yeah wow I watched I watched his show recently which I can't I, I probably Jackie. can't talk about on this show so it doesn't fit in very well <laughs> but he's amazing. That, crazy talented person yeah. that is really cool oh my gosh i like that oh, what do you got there david what what, what were oh, you i just thought over the sing the other singles oh. <laughs> i thought i could find so i was looking for something else i have it i could get the unhinged one yeah if you want it no i was just curious we have a lot of those if you need one uh, or, or two jeff is right yes please oh We'll never say no, and we will pay any price. You name it. They're just the flexies. We'll send them to you. I agree. So you guys have all this material, the fan club singles, Betsy's House. A lot of this, besides this, um, is uh, 
are not available on CD, it'd be a perfect time to get all of this material together and do a release. Is that something that you guys have thought about or talked about? Any possibility of getting this stuff together and putting out maybe uh, some kind of retrospective release? Is that something that the band is interested in? Jeff, it's gotten very quiet. I, know. Yeah, I, know. It's, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's quiet. It, it's best when, when you guys go, Heidi, what do you think? <laughs> I thought that was a question for you guys. I'm looking at you guys. Well, also, I mean, I, we did put out a, a collector's choice. There was a, did you ever see the collector's choice CD? That came out like 10 years ago or something. Gary Stewart uh, helped coordinate that. And Robert Lloyd wrote the liner notes. Wow. And that has what we had. And it's got Betsy's house. And it has some bonus tracks. It has a couple tracks from the, no going back cassette only album it's got uh, a couple it's got uh, one of this it's got the the song chip lay me rejected from this single it's got like a, a hodgepodge of of extra bonus tracks so so a lot of stuff is out and then you know yeah there is more that could come out and then we also you know things aren't out there digitally as well so we need to think about that as well you know, and then we've recorded new stuff with Don Dixon. So there's that too. So yes, let's talk about that. The new stuff that, so. Uh, well, I said new. I mean, new I'm jumping record. all over because because then there was stuff we recorded in, um, there was a cassette album and then we recorded the Boogaloo single. And when was that? 1999, um, right? I think so. Yeah. And so we have that, and then we recorded a song for another compilation that never came out. And, and then we have this new batch of stuff too. So there's a lot, you're right, there's a lot of stuff out there or not out there that needs to be out there. Yeah, that's been recorded, but it needs to be uh, on my record player or on my, in my yeah. <laughs> um, So no, no going back, a cassette only release. What was the decision for that? Uh, <laughs> Um, it was the label. That was a label decision. Yeah. Kelly, you want to say? You could say that. <laughs> um, Enigma didn't renew us, or you know, pick up the option. I guess it would be the appropriate way to put it. Okay. Songs, and we, you know, that we wanted to put out. So we weren't going to let that stop us. So we put out. I, you know, it's funny to think about it now that it was a cassette only release yeah. because. You know, as you mentioned, with Burger Record, cassettes became very popular many, many years later. I guess we were ahead of our time then. Very much so, because that's definitely well, that's in the all in that. It was all CDs in 1990, right? I mean, very little vinyl. Vinyl was kind of on the way out then. Right. Um, the cassette thing hadn't picked up again, so. But also, we had really good friends who had oh, right. a cassette duplication business. Oh, okay. Not that we didn't pay them, but still. We, they, got, we got the bro price. But no, yeah. Going back, yeah. no going back should be put out. You know, I wasn't in the band anymore, but you know what was really the beauty of me not being in the band anymore is I got to tour No Going Back and play keyboard. That's right. That's no. right. You did. Yeah, she funny. played keyboard. I mean, which is, that was so yeah, and that was really fun. That was like really fun. And Kelly played bass. And Kelly was playing bass. 
Yeah. No going back. See that that needs to come out on you know whatever. So some of those songs are on the reissue of the what we had CD, but oh. not everything. Oh, yeah. I think some of the Earl songs, right? Some of the Earl A songs. Of them. Yeah. So Heidi, can we talk about your departure from the band? Oh, I was just saying something positive about it just now. <laughs> we'll go back to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I know you're gonna have like a question. I I'm, I should let you ask the question probably. Well, I'm just I'm just curious what led to the band changing, where you're no longer a member. You wanted so bad to be in this band, you mm -hmm. enough to where you were gonna you lied about it. Okay. To to these very wonderful sisters. Yes. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna so say. Here's what I'm gonna say. The, the, the tough sisters. The tough sisters, scared, intimidating. <laughs> they just yeah. Okay, okay, this is what I want to say. I was born in 1959. I just turned 62 years old, right? So you know how like we all go through our lives, you know, doing making all these decisions, all this stuff's going on. And then we're always looking back and we're going, Oh my God, who was I? What did I wow, what did I do? I mean, that's one of those things I look back and go, what the hell, right? I mean, I seriously do, you know, I mean, so I can't, I can't, I could, I could talk to that. I could think about who I was then. And I could tell you all the things I was thinking. Right. But, but, um, you know, honestly, of course, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I love these guys. I mean, like when I talk about listening to old record recordings of us, uh, you know, rehearsing and stuff. I mean, I feel really, you know, we're like family, you know, so I, you know, so it's a weird thing to, um, you know, I mean, I'm really honestly going, I wouldn't be here in an interview. I wouldn't be like part of this if I didn't kind of look back and go, what the hell is I thinking, you know? You know, and so there, there is a lot of that in there where I'm like, wow, who was I, you know? I mean, things were moving so fast, right? You know? There's so many pressures. Oh God. And you know, when we're talking about these times too, it's like, you know, like when you guys were just saying, how was that? It was a few months or that was, you know, I mean, we're talking about kind of this little window in time when all this shit, you know, most of the stuff you guys are talking about, I wasn't even there. And then I come in and all this stuff is going on and then I'm gone, you know? So yeah, it's interesting. You know, I feel like, I feel like it should be a, um, mm. like a Barbara Walters interview and I should start crying. But you know, I mean, that's honestly, that's the honest, you know, like, yeah, you know, I think I said this to you, Christy, I said this to you, Kelly, I think, you know, I mean, it's one of those things, you know, we're, yeah. You know, we're, we're all young and things are happening fast and, you know, it I mean, was overwhelming and I mean, we're talking 30, 30 years ago, right? You know, yeah. all of us to talk about like who we were then, you know, I mean, I like to think I've evolved a little, I hope, you know. I was going to say, if any of us, if, you know, if anybody could go back and, and be smarter than you were at that age, right? Absolutely. Oh my God. I mean, you guys, yeah. I mean, I was the one that was like doing like, I was doing like more drugs than everybody and more like, you know, but that was kind of before Wednesday week. I think I did a lot of stuff, but... I wouldn't, I don't regret everything I've done yeah. since and all the stuff I'm doing now, all of that. I'm very happy with everything. It's not like I'm looking back going, oh my God, my life, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm just going, wow, that was kind of stupid because when you're younger, time is just so different, you know, it's so different. 
and now I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, COVID's going on another month. Yeah, I could stay in this place by myself in this, you know, yeah, a month or whatever. That's like a day, you know. But back then, it's like a month is like a year, you know. So yeah, you know it's interesting. You know, was that was did I cover everything? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciate that because that could be a, a difficult conversation to have. And I think you really summed it up perfectly, describing what it's like growing and changing, right? And yeah, my first band. I mean, I mean, you guys, this is my first band, right? You know, like, you know how we're saying that about like amps, like we're all going, am I too loud? Should I turn down? Yeah. We all didn't know that until we were in other bands where you go, wow, okay. Other <laughs> bands are, it's a whole different conversation. You don't, you don't appreciate things till later, you know? Exactly. That is so true. It's like uh, Chrissy was saying, like when we, when it was just the two of us and we were doing songs and we would just kind of look at each other and then go, it's like, and like Heidi saying your first band, it's like, well, that's how it's done because that's how we do it. And then later you're in other bands, you're like, oh, there's another way to do it. Oh, <laughs> you know. And, and you so grow up and you so appreciate happy. things about people more, right? You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm talking too much now. After this, I'm not going to say one more word. Okay, so this is, so this is what I, I'm, 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 it's like an analogy of like a relationship where, you know, I like to think, and it's not true, but I would like to think that people I've gone out with in my life that I've been partnered up with are, even if it ends, I'm, they're my friend forever, right? I like I to think that. I'm that kind of a person, right? I'm not, but let's pretend that. Yes. You know? <laughs> but in this sense, you know, that's what that is. Anyway. Well, it appears in this, in this case that it's absolutely true. Okay, so I have to ask before we move on to another question. Heidi, Kelly, Christy, David. Favorite Wednesday week song to have played in a show? Heidi, I'm going to start with you. In a show. I want you to keep I want you to keep speaking. <laughs> I was to be saying that. I was really giving you guys a gift. What 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 um, in a show? You mean play, you mean one of your live shows, what was your favorite song to play? Oh, I always love Circle. And I remember the moves we'd make. And I mean, I, you know, we, we talk about those moves, like Dave was going to move. Uh -huh. Like we're in junior, it's like, it's like we're kids and you're, you know, pretending like you're a band and you make moves. Yeah. 
remember circle. I remember like there is is that one of the songs where it's quiet for a second. Me and Kelly would go like this, you know. Right. <laughs> I love it. Circle. Anyway, that okay. You guys. Okay, Kelly. Hear what about you? Um. Wait. Go to Christy oh, first, because okay, I have Christy. Uh, and hopefully she won't say the song <laughs> I'm thinking of. Mister okay. Competition. Well, I mean, I, because of, I was thinking of something different, but then when Heidi said that, I was like, oh, I thought, because we do that too. Oh, yeah. And I thought, I, thought like, I thought is the one where it's like, yeah, that's this one. And we would just do it like to be silly. We're like, yeah. <laughs> we would have so many, so much fun and just laugh and do the silliest things. And that was one of them. So, but that, that was, you stole my song. That's what I was going to say. We should have first. I know, right? Circle just kills me. Circle kills me, you know? Well, that too. But I like the two of you singing I Thought together. I'm not giving up And I'm not less outraged For in another world And we're getting far away me you know those are the songs i love the best is the two voices going together and i could pick a different one i love leopard i love oh, leopard. leopard is really fun to play and i love heidi singing with it i love the guitar line that david came up with for it and i mean i just i, I love the rolling beat you know i love everybody's what everybody brought to it. I love that song. Yeah. So leopard. I changed so, my answer, Leopard. <laughs> what about you, David? So I don't want to get in trouble, but oh. uh, we used to cover uh, Never Marry a Railroad Man by The Shocking Blue, and I loved that song. And I loved doing it. Like, I just thought, like, oh, this is such a cool song. And just, that was fun. Yeah, there's a lot of the covers where I really, that was my favorite part. Nothing against the originals, but I just, you Did know, you see that? just because I like old <laughs> He doesn't like my song. Like, no, he, just... he doesn't like yours either, yeah, Heidi, wow. or yours, Kelly. Well, so he doesn't like, I, no, but I will say that we did a lot of really cool covers, which is one of the reasons why we did, we recorded a covers project. That's what we did with Dixon. They were covers. And because we did really cool covers like that one, Never Marry a Railroad Man is a really good one. And then we did Long and Lonesome Road, too. That was so we later. Had, Two, yeah. yeah, two shocking blue covers. Yeah, I love the shocking blue. Great band, yeah. And Kelly, I'm so glad that you brought up the vocals thing because Heidi and Christy singing together. Yes. Amazing, it sounds amazing, yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. I was gonna say the, the recent thing we recorded, one of the recent things we recorded, Heidi's singing the main part and I'm singing the backup and I keep thinking, I sound like her. I'm like, is it? It sounds like her. that's me. I know I sing that part. It sounds like her, and it's so great. I love singing with Heidi. She's my 
favorite person to sing with because, well, and maybe Man. because it's so, all right, Christy, everybody knows I need to hear this. So it's like a, it's like a therapy section. <laughs> <laughs> no, but because we, we're so, even after all these years, you yeah. know, we got so locked in that I really, sometimes I, I'm like, is that me or is that Heidi? You know, it's really great. Great voice. I mean, you know, see, I feel like, I do feel like we were all like together really early on and that's something that you just can't get. You can't make that happen, right? You know? Oh yeah. The, it, it's those early years are like so precious because you could never have them again. You, you yeah. know, you can meet some band members, whatever later and have a nice connection, but it's never the same as when you're that age. Right. It's just because life is, is so everything's new you know and you still think you can do anything which is the great part about where we were when you joined Heidi it's like we can do anything and we're gonna right Right. and it really was we did have this big attitude I loved it when we go we had this big thing when we go to Austin and we'd be on our way back and there was some kind of like like we are like we're like this gang you know we're like nobody gets it this is we know you know like this is you know (laughs) <laughs> I can't remember our thought process, but it was really like, you know, we just felt really like, um, you know, I don't even know how to say it. Remember that, you guys? There was Sure, it's kind of that us against the world thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is a great, beautiful thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because later it seems like the world's against us, you know? <laughs> hey, you know, it doesn't matter if you're comfortable with what you're doing who cares what anybody else thinks you know right 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 I love I love that camaraderie that you guys had together bonding together that's great well I think we still have it I mean we we got back together we got back together to play the three of us because David was gone um in 2019 and that was just so nice and then we got back in 2020 and did the wild honey thing and that was so nice yeah. too you know it, it is that connection that camaraderie that hasn't lessened or gone away i love that i love that so christy you mentioned the dixon project so that was something that happened in 2020 around the just, can you tell yeah. our listeners about that yeah that was just before covid oh yeah yeah um yeah well we so wednesday week was playing a song for the Buffalo Springfield Wild Honey thing. And it's so, I'm so sorry. Okay. I always do that. That's okay. I do that every time. Thank you. Love and Spoonful. And Don Dixon and Marty Jones were out doing it as well. And so, yeah, he produced, we recorded four songs here. Um, and they're cover songs that we used to do back in the day. And um, it was super fun. It's really exciting. To oh. see him again, I hadn't seen him. I, I mean, since the eighties. I don't know about you. I don't think. Um, Heidi, you've seen him more recently. Oh, I thought you guys had, and I had. Really? Yeah. No, I feel like I saw him at least once in the inter- interim, but I can't remember. But it was like no time had passed. He was just the yeah, same. Yeah, he's great. And it was Marty Jones is still really nice. Yeah, too. they were great. Yeah. So you record these four songs, and what's the plan for the four songs? Um, is there well, a plan? <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> kind of weird timing with all this, right? Like right. Right. Yeah. I'm like, is to put a record and not be able to play is kind of hard. You know, it just kind of just goes out there, and then you know, it's like if you can't 
go and play, it's hard to think about putting anything right. out. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So would the hope be, as it appears things are getting a little bit better, um, Soraya's fully vaccinated, I'm on my way. I'm one shot in, you guys as well? I'm, I'm done, yeah. We're done, I'm done, Heidi's done. <laughs> Kelly, get on it. Not done. <laughs> So uh, we're hoping that things get better. It's the hope that maybe to get this released and maybe play a show or two as Wednesday week. That would be fun. I see some love, nodding. We would love to get out and play as Wednesday week. That would be so cool. We have to do it. I feel like it's one of those things that it would just, you know, uh, we can't even really consider it like a plan until like we know that we right. can go out and play and there's any interest or whatever, and then it would just follow from there. You've given me some hope, at least. Yes. Um, I've seen all of you guys play in, in different bands. Um, I've never seen Wednesday Week play as the four of you. So I've seen Heidi play at the Irvine Amphitheater with Negro Problem with tons of people. And yeah. Heidi and Stu playing in a Java Joe's down in San Diego with a couple dozen of us people, oh, all great. kinds of things. And I've seen all of you guys play, but never as the four of you. So I'm hoping that there can be a time when we get past this when maybe yeah. these four Dixon cover versions can get released and there's a way to promote it and play some shows and um, yeah. be Wednesday week versus the world again. Yay. We're here for it. Nice. Oh, good. I'm glad. I, we'll have oh, two good. people. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we're, trust me, we're just merely the two that opened the door. There's a bunch of people behind us. So trust me, you're good. Awesome. You're good. Yeah. We've actually had lots of requests to bring you guys on. We've talked a couple of times. Um, we've, the band has come up a few times. Uh, David, you were so kind to join us on the show. We had some, a little bit of talk about Wednesday week in as part of uh, your career. And then um, we had a compilation series. So uh, we talked a little bit about the band on the Warfrat Tales and on the Radio Tokyo tapes. So we keep getting requests that we need more Wednesday week. So we're very thankful right. that all four of you were able to join because yes. um, yes. there are fans. There's definitely fans. But. Well, thank you for having us. Well, before yeah. we let you go, we did want to ask one last question and it's bringing, and you guys have done so much stuff outside of the band. So I'm glad that you guys were able to join to talk about your time with Wednesday week. But we wanted to ask each one of you, like we did at the beginning when we were talking about the past and how you got into the music, uh, originally, we want to talk about now and ask you guys what you guys are listening to now. Is there anything that's new and exciting that you guys like? Or are you guys still listening to stuff from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and 90s? Or is there something current 
that you guys are really excited about listening to, including your own projects? Is there anything? So Heidi, we started with you last time. Is it okay if we start with oh, you? I was just gonna say, I thought that meant I didn't have to start. <laughs> I mean, I wanna be like, I, I wanna, you know, be a team player. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be first because I have to think. I'm really ice bad at these questions. I have to think about what I'm listening to. Somebody else want to go first? I'll, I'll go first just because somebody has to, even no, though I'm, I have trouble coming up with the names too. Um, Don and I were going out to see local bands um, still before the pandemic. Um, and so there were a lot of little bands around town that we'd like to see but that's been quite a while now. And the only band I can think of to mention, and they've seemingly become kind of big, is the Beths that we really like, um, that we got to see two or th three times, I guess, in LA. The first time they came through was in some little tiny club, but this is kind of funny. I asked Don, how, you know, what made you want to go out and see this band from New Zealand as they were coming through town? And it was actually a little ad on Facebook. You know how they have the little things? Oh, if yeah. you like, check this out, it worked. He listened to it and he's like, oh, that sounds pretty good. And then they came through town and they were playing some little club and we went and saw them and they were awesome. And um, then they came back through six months later and played the Roxy of all places. And we're like, what the heck? And we got there, you know, we got there. There's like hardly anybody there. Reminded me of some Wednesday week shows back in the day. <laughs> it's kind of funny, um, but and and so it was it was weird, you know. But they obviously had some kind of management behind them that got them in that show. And then the next time they came through town, they were at a much bigger place, and it was a lot of lot of people. Well, I say much bigger, a place with a lot of people. I think it was the bootleg. It was the bootleg. Yeah. yeah, it was the bootleg, and the place was really packed. And the the young people who were there were all singing along to every song. Wow. They, they knew all the lyrics, so it was really cool. So that's the only band I can think of to remember the name of to tell you. There's other things that we've heard. Uh, there, there's like, there are some young bands out there that are pretty cool. So we tend to like listening to newer stuff. Um, I mean, not like we don't listen to old stuff on Spotify, we listen to all kind of cool old stuff, but anyway, I throw that out there. See, whew, I took the edge off, I went first. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly, I appreciate that. Really nice. I was going to jump in. I felt so bad that I made you do that. Um, should I should I go ahead? Please, yeah. Okay, so 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 I don't. I guess I don't know what the hell is going on with the kids, right? Really, <laughs> you know. I mean, and I have to say because there is something about you know the production. You know, mm -hmm. I have turned into that older person where the production is just like, you know, or I hear something and I'm like, that better be from the '80s. You know, and it's not right. There's, you know, just, just, just. I mean, it, this just comes with age, right? It's impossible for me to like a band where I'm like, have they ever heard Cream? Have they ever heard, you know, Wait, you know, because it's exciting to them. But for me, as an older person, I just hear like, what, you know, is it's just a whole different, you know, excitement, right? But, but I guess my thing, my thing here, the stuff that that I'm really excited about are these different people I know in New York that I just think are these crazy good performer people. And um, 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 and it's like, you know, this guy, David Kale, who's, who's an, he's like an actor, but he puts on his own shows too. And he's just like 
I mean, I just, I just love this stuff. And I'll go see him in some little club. And this woman, Carol Lipnick, I mean, this is like so out of this world of bands, right? But they're like, they're like performers and they go out there and it's just very old school. It feels very much like, wow, I live in New York and I get to go to this little place and see this person performing. And, um, um, you know, and, this, and David Driver, who, 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 who we've worked with over the years, I just think is just, you know, amazing talent. And um, so it's mostly, you know, I guess, I guess my thing is, is about these performer people, right? And, um, um, and I'm probably, before we end this interview, I'm going to blurt out some band that I forgot, <laughs> something that I really love. <laughs> but we'll include it, don't worry. Just warning you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, I think we asked the same question to you. And I think it yeah. was older stuff. Are, are you still listening to older stuff? No, I was, I was actually thinking about it because I don't want it to seem like I'm just stuck in the 60s, just 90%. But <laughs> I don't know how to say the artist's name. It's it's F S U F A N. Oh, and his last name. Oh, oh. I love, I love, I love yeah. Suf, Suf John Suf. Oh, Suf John Steve. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not Suf John? No, it's Suf, <laughs> Suf John. So there is a record, I think it's from 2005. I like oh, that cool. one. Oh, no, that's one of my favorites. See, I told you I was going yeah. something else. <laughs> it's yeah. it's um, like, come on, feel the Illinois. Oh, yep. such and a that record album. is so good. Fantastic. And um, I started listening to it again because I didn't know that in his touring band that the St. Vincent, is that her name? Oh, that yeah. was just on Saturday Night Live. She was in his touring band. What? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's funny, David. But no. So that's that's sort of contemporary. Yeah. And I'm exposed to a lot of contemporary music when I uh, have to do front of house for TV shows and there's kids involved. I have to play like all kinds of you know horrible music. <laughs> and amongst all the horrible stuff, anytime Billie Eilish comes up, I'm just like, oh, thank God, because she's listenable. Right. And and some of that other stuff is just like you just as soon as it comes on you're like oh my god no <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, and then so then and then just lots of sixty stuff that, that yeah that come on Phil the Illinois album is fantastic yeah it's so good it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving it's yeah. just so great agreed agreed yeah. and Christy what about you are you listening to anything um, um yes trick Perhaps. always <laughs> always oh my gosh no they have some really good recent records okay so let's let's they just have so much stuff there it's, it's a lot um but i was thinking yeah the auto-tune thing today is painful and I, I, every once in a while there'll be something the kids are listening to it's like oh that is actually good and yes i agree billy eilish is good I, I was thinking though, there's in terms of like local bands, I was just thinking about this in terms of, it's just the same as it was 30 or 40 years ago. I'm thinking of my friends. I'm thinking Candy Pants has a new record coming out. Oh, right. And I that stuff is really good. Well, I, oh, I was going to say that too, but all right, steal my thunder. Yes, Petrified Max, absolutely. Kel Johansson from Narrow Adventure has a, a record coming out and he, um, had a bunch of different people sing on it. And I was fortunate he asked me to sing on a song. And I really like that song that I sing on. But um, yeah, so Candy Pants has something coming out that I've I've heard a bunch of stuff from that's really good. Yes, Petrified Max had some great stuff. They too, bam bam, right? They, I know they were on your show twice for that. Fantastic um, albums. 
Yeah, my friend Pierre Smith, who is in the Roswell Sisters with me, and he was in the New Marines way back in the day, he put out a, a record just before the pandemic, like in January, um, but that has some really great stuff on it, really great songs. So, um, and I, I like, and I know I like the schizophonics. They're really catchy. Do you know the schizophonics? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm worried about his knees. I'm so worried about his knees. He's going to be like Prince, you know, in five seconds, but I, they're really catchy. Um, um, I'm trying to remember, Kelly, I can't remember the name of, was it My Revenge? That band Hector had um, that we saw at the uh, Grand Star. Those, those, the Chinatown thing? Yeah, those um, fundraisers that oh, Martin Wong Nico, does. Nico oh, yeah, Nico, Nico, Nico. Yeah, I like that band of, of Hector's from the Zeros. Well, he also has My Revenge, too. He's always got a different band going. Yeah. So, you know, a, a lot of local stuff, people I know that I re really like, you know, so there's that. Yeah. I can't wait to hear this record that Kel is working on. I wasn't familiar with this project. Oh, it's coming. It's yeah, coming. I don't know. Are you supposed to talk about that? Okay, it's a secret. And First Aid Kit. I like the First Aid Kit. Do you know them? No. They're really cool. I think they're from Sweden. They had a great song called Graham and Emmy Lou, which was really cool a few years back. But I think they're sisters and they, it's just cool. It's just, it's more Americana, which of course I, I like a lot of Americana stuff. So that's not a secret. <laughs> very good yeah well oh, I, one last sure. comment which i know kelly doesn't agree with so much but i went since i was uh your paisley raspberry and rhyme it's, yeah paisley stage raspberry and rhyme. paisley stage raspberry and rhyme i always get the order wrong um we were definitely not part of the paisley underground what we weren't. We, uh, well, I know, true. thankfully, Clive included us, but I know there's only four bands, right? <laughs> but we were around at that time. Well, I feel like those bands were really very focused on the 60s, mm. their style, their dress, even. And that, that wasn't, yeah. that we weren't that focused that way. But we, Gwen Kahn had categorized us as the Calico Underground instead. And I thought that made perfect I like sense that. for me. I like that. Personally. And that's how she, Categorize us. So yes, we're not Paisley Underground for sure. Um, and, and even though I love that scene and I felt like we were adjacent, like Clive said, I felt like we we're kind of part of it, but then we really weren't, we weren't part of any scene. That was kind of our problem, right? We practiced in our garage by ourselves. We weren't like at some rehearsal studio where we'd run into other bands. We were very kind of, you know, insular, not on purpose, but we just kind of- But we shared we shared a garage for a while with the long riders, so- That's true. You know, That was pretty short-lived, but that's true. It's fun. And if I'm yeah. not mistaken, Stephen McCarthy plays on, plays with you guys? Yeah. He, on, the, on the cassette album yeah. on the second side, yes, he played on a bunch of songs. Mm -hmm. So certainly adjacent. Yes. Calico Underground. That's that's the first that I've heard this. I love that. So thank you for having us on on, even though we're not official. You know, we're we're adjacent. We're calico, not paid. They're official to us. So okay. And last question for our listeners that may not know, where can they find Wednesday week on the social media platforms? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Well, I think Wednesday week band i think it is it says on instagram maybe and facebook i think it's yeah there's a facebook page and an instagram page yeah um we don't have twitter sorry 
not, not tweeting. tweeting. Not tweeting. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram and Facebook, Wednesday week or Wednesday week band. There's a lot of Wednesday week is kind of, uh, if you search it on the web, it can be kind of generic. So Wednesday week band, you'll come up, you'll do better. And Don has some fantastic photos that he's shared yeah. of the band. So, oh yeah, lots of good pictures. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Jeff, I don't want them to go. <laughs> we asked for an hour, Soraya. So okay. we're, we're <laughs> but thank you very, very much, and especially Heidi. I know this is a, quite late for you, but thank you. Oh, thank. Oh, I'm so happy to be. This is this is great. You know, this has been great. <laughs> I feel like we've talked more about things. Isn't this funny? Like we're talking to you guys and it makes us all talk about stuff, you know? It's all emotional. This has been really nice, you know? I love the four of you guys together. And I told Soraya, this is really a treat to have the, the whole lineup from the What We Had album together. It's just fantastic for me. And I'm like a little kid in the candy store with having you guys all together. I appreciate you guys all taking the time to talk to us. We had... The list of questions is humongous. <laughs> so we just had to pick and choose what we wanted to include. But thank you, thank you to all four of you for joining Soraya and I. And um, we hope to be able to have you guys again yes. when this song EP comes out and we get to promote some shows. Oh, thank you. That'd be great. Yeah. I, I just, one thing I wanted to say back in the day, we used to tell people that David and Heidi were brother and sister. Oh, yeah. So that we had two, two, groups, sets, two of sets of siblings. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Well, because Heidi would look, Heidi was always driving because Heidi liked to okay. drive. And she'd look in the oh. rearview mirror and she'd be like, oh my God, you look like my sister. Yes, yes. Yeah. his eyes. Very my eyes from, yeah. yeah. That's how it started. Ah, uh, so there's two sets of sisters here. I get it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, I did join a, a girl group. <laughs> You're the honorary sister. It's, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Thank you guys oh, thank so you. much. Thank you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank Thanks. We really fun. appreciate it, you guys. And we hope to see, I hope to see a Wednesday week show. Yes. Definitely. We do too. Yeah. We do too. Great. 2022. Soon, soon, soon. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much. You guys. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Good night, Heidi. Get some sleep. <laughs> yeah. Soraya, that just happened. I'm happy right now. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really happy, happy right now. And um, it was so interesting to me to hear the progression of how all this happened. And did I really hear Heidi say that she lied to the yes. Callan sisters <laughs> and told them that she, and, that she was a bass player? And uh, who knew that Vetus is pushy? <laughs> I cannot see that at all. Who seriously. knew that? But look, Heidi said it from the get-go. I felt like we were a family. And when you listen to Wednesday week, okay, and you know, Heidi also mentioned, you know, there are some recordings I'm not on. And, but when you see the four of them together now and you hear the record that they were all on together. I mean, you can't help but hear that harmony, that synergy, and it's like a well-oiled machine. Honest, it's. It sounds like it. The yeah. sound is really. Um, I'm, I'm at a loss right now for the, the description, but it's a really 
um, sound and wholesome, you know, like it's got body, it's got legs and it's got energy. And the, I agree with Kelly that hearing Christy and Heidi sing together, it's, it's harmony, it's beautiful. Yes. Um, and there's a lot, you know, one of the questions I, I didn't ask, I wanted to I ask, but you know, maybe we'll have another opportunity to do that is to think about, is to ask them what they felt the legacy of Wednesday week was. Uh. And, you know, Jeff, you and I are fans. And I think for me, for me, it's, I like the arrangement, but more than anything, I like the songs that they wrote. Yep. And so, you know, and I, I really enjoyed that part of the conversation where they were talking about where Wednesday week was more than just a girl band. You know, people like that, like to put them in that category, but I never felt that they were, you know, just a girl band. They were a band. Exactly. They were a band and uh, the sound is, you know, it's very distinct. It stands on its own. And look, you know, who said it? I think Heidi said it 30 years later and was, and you know, we're still talking about the impact of Wednesday week. I mean, it's incredible. And um, as You know, this this whole thing with, with Berger, it's, you know, it's an unfortunate situation. But, but, I, you know, I'm really confident that we are going to be able to hear these covers that they did and hear more and get them on the road. You know, as a country, we're coming back and, you know, it blew me out of the water that they never made it overseas yeah what you know how did that you know what an oversight that was you know it just never happened but there's fans there oh my god for, yeah. for Heidi to walk into a record store in London and literally have people who knew more about a band that she was in than her herself <laughs> I mean come on now yeah I mean this is a perfect time and to me I don't think I don't think either of them have have skipped a beat at all. Still plugged in, yeah. still great musicians. The the sound is there. Oh, man, I want I want more. I want new music. I want more, yeah. not just a cover. I want more, more, more. I'm greedy. Yeah, and they're all great songwriters. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, yeah, what we the what we had album, all four of them wrote songs on there so you know Heidi wrote songs David wrote songs Christy Kelly wrote songs so they're all songwriters still writing songs yes. so um very talented all four of them um yeah I'm with I'm with you there this is a, this is a great band and they deserve all the attention that they get yep absolutely and uh for anyone listening that's sleeping on Wednesday week uh no, you need to fix that. Not on our watch. Not on our and, watch. And uh, just a little note to the one and only Steve Wynn. 
Jeff and I want to hear Go Daddy's version. Yes. Of anyone like me. We want to hear that. I love Give us that the recording. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. That's uh, that's a great song. Yeah, I was, I was super jealous, Jeff, when David David Nolte pulls out this stack and he's all, "Here's this, here's this." I'm like, I'm glad he did that. that I was, want yeah, that. that was, <laughs> glad he shared that. Yeah, that was that was great for. Do you have any see. of those flexi singles? No, I don't. No, <laughs> not yet. We must find them. I know Ronnie Barnett has them, probably. Oh yeah. Fan yeah. Ronnie Barnett. Yep. One one of the original fan club members. Dang. This is really cool, Jeff. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. This is something that we've been wanting to do for very, literally years. Very, literally. very long time. Yeah. So the fact that uh, it finally happened. Uh -huh made me very happy i want them back i want them back on too <laughs> yes let's hope that that happens hopefully we didn't scare scare them away because uh i think the list of questions that we talked about beforehand before we actually started talking i think we hit about 30 percent of it <laughs> i mean there's it's hard when it's a band of four really accomplished people yep and like, yeah you know and for we, a I'm so thankful that the four of them agreed to come and join us. And then like when you see all four of them, you're like, uh, 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 you know, you're a little starstruck and yeah. Yeah, I, I certainly was. Whew. But, but I mean, we could go on for episodes and episodes and episodes just to the fact of what they've done, what each of the four of them have done after Wednesday week. Um, with everything I did have to slip in a little bit of cheap trick because well um, you know you, you have to do some <laughs> things but how cool is it Kelly and Chrissy's first show together live is at Gazari's Gazari's on the strip folks Gazari's to me was always a hairband place but Callan sisters went there undeclared damn <laughs> that to me is just cool as hell Agreed, agreed. And I can't wait to hear um, the the Matt's house version. Matt's house. <laughs> Matt's house. Yeah, Betsy may have something to say about that. but Yeah, I think Betsy will have something to say about that. Well, Heidi said she, uh, she joined a gang and found her people. We love this tribe of people, so. Indeed we do. Oh, mi gente, agarubiar. Groove on, Calico peeps. <laughs> 